Hello everyone, this is Fahim Jackson and it's episode 60 of my podcast show, In The Know. This is a short form podcast show which is aimed at putting people in the know with a variety of topics, using my experiences and viewpoints in life to put people in that know. You say, what is the know? It's using those understanding of the experiences to make sense of the world around me. The following is an intro speech until the topic of today. And that introduction speech is regarding why we aren't teaching children to be great. Throughout the history of America, it has always been prided on for us to be great as a nation. But in recent years, we have seen this everyone gets a trophy culture take hold. Now, the idea of striving to be great has taken, taken such a back seat because we want everyone to win. And the fact of the matter is, not everyone can be great or want to be great, but we should be pushing it heavy anyways. I don't know, maybe there's this feeling of wanting to not wanting to isolate those that can't do much in life, but when we don't, we almost rob society of what could potentially be someone with benefits to our society in the future. So today, we're going to try to understand why we may not be teaching enough greatness in schools. Why we aren't teaching kids to be great in school anymore. Let's look at a few things. What is greatness? The definition of being great is a state of superiority affecting a person who has a natural ability to be better than most people. And for most people, they are great because of a skill that they honed in over time. And that is the place where the greatness comes from. This brings me to discuss the next aspect of greatness. Where does greatness come from? When you want to pursue greatness, you have to understand a few things. Number one, what is it? We have already gotten out of the, that out of the way. The other thing is how it comes to play in the life of a person or people. See, building your life up is going to take a lot of time. And in that time, you will pick up things that most people fail to see. Take advantage of this will make you great in the long run. Another place where people derive their greatness is growing up in a household in which they live. Parents play a vital role in a young person's greatness. And for some people, having a good stable of friends is important as well. That's right. Greatness can come from people around you pursuing their path to greatness or who are already great. It's that whole great mind think alike. Can you make a person great? Now, here's an interesting viewpoint because most people will tell you that you can't make greatness. And that in order to be great, great people are born. Now, me, on the other hand, I feel that there are plenty of great people that are born every day. But for whatever reason, they never achieve their greatness that they could potentially reach. Whatever the extenuating circumstance, they just cannot get to where they want to go. But a short answer to the question, yes, you can make great people. And you see, it exists in entertainment as one of the spaces. You could be surprised by the people you're a fan of who are not that great when they first started out. Case in point, actor Mark Ruffalo is a very accomplished Hollywood actor who was rejected all the time at auditions. But eventually he landed on his feet and is one of the greatest actors in Hollywood. Director Peter Jackson is another great artist 
whose early work made you question why he pursued filmmaking. But you see him now and say, this man is beyond great. The creator of the chocolatey delicious Hershey didn't see his success until later on. As a matter of fact, he was nearly middle-aged and was seen by many around him as a failure. He turned it around, and Hershey is one of the greatest American snack brands in the history of this country, as well as outside the United States. Outliners of Greatness When you want to observe things that made people great, there are factors that play out in their lives. I explained a little in the previous sections, but not too much in depth. Here's where I will do so. What are some outliners? Time of year of birth. When you look at people who were born at a certain time of the year, it puts them in a position to start school, for example, very early on. Like the kids who were born in the month of August or September, studies have shown they tend to have an academic edge in school because being born entering a new school year. There have been studies that suggest September births have a more likelihood of college entrance when the time comes. What about schools as an outliner? As a child growing up, I was always put in positions to be successful from a young age. My mother knew and understood her children needed to be placed in schools where they had the advantage over most students. And what's interesting is that these were the most part public schools. There are some really good schools that are public, but as a parent, you need to be up on your A game. Understand your kid is not just your offspring, but also an investment. And the return on the investment is where parents see their hard work pay off. Which brings me to the next session of today's topic. Family. Family as an outliner. Children who are raised in a very stable environment, always in a position to succeed over children without this love. The nurturing household is a place where you get your confidence, your will to succeed, and your ambition. For example, on Friday nights, my mother would always sit down with her children and have late night discussions about life. We would be up until 3 a.m., sometimes 4, having conversations. Now, mind you, my sisters and myself were of different age groups, but my mother did not allow that to come in the middle of teaching us about life. This is greatly appreciated when stepping into life as an adult. Community as an outliner. Whatever environment you grew up in can have a serious impact on your life. My neighborhood was poor where I saw so much going around me. The schools that I went to were good, though. So the good school had an impact that when I came back to the neighborhood, things were more apparent, whereas the other kids felt like the environment was normal. I knew it wasn't normal because of the kids I went to school with. The other aspect of the community is me wanting to work so hard to overcome because I grew up in an area that was poor. Now, why would my mother allow us to see our area and then expose us to other areas? Watching your area wear down can make you want more and have you do more. What about opportunities? You'd be surprised when you're given a shot by someone who believes in you how far it can take you. I would advise you to be prepared as it could come at any time, so be ready. And if you are ready for the opportunity, it could change your life. Opportunities come in other forms. For example, Bill Gates being introduced to computers when his school first got one when he was young. It was made available to him and he took advantage of the situation. This is an example of an opportunity that is new in the market, which a lot of people Bill Gates' age were able to tap into at that time. It's no wonder so many tech people during this time emerged heads of successful organizations. What about luck? Don't want to depend on luck. 
Now, a lot of people don't like to think that there are situations where one may have luck, but it happens. Something as simple as finding $5 on the ground when you are stranded and need to catch a bus for $3 back home. Or how to make it make sense for this topic, being born to a father whose best friend is an executive at a multinational corporation where they specialize in something you're interested in in life. There are internships to aid in fast-tracking a person's career with experience and networking. You get the chance to intern. People say you are lucky, but lucky to what? Be born connected? It's not your fault, but I will say use it to your advantage. Why isn't it in schools enough, the idea of being great? The reason of our places of academia do not have enough fight they put in the students is because we have this non-isolating agenda. We want all kids to be great, and the reality is that not everyone is going to be great. That sounds harsh, but the facts are the facts. Greatness is not in everyone. Everyone can be, but are not. Yet if everyone defined greatness, then what would greatness be? It would amount to an aspect of being average. Then it wouldn't mean much at all. Let's look at the benefits of society. If we're teaching our kids to be great, its impacts on the world would be major. I read a quote by Thomas Edison that stated, Many of life's failures didn't realize how close they came to success when they finally gave up. And the ability to never give up is what aids in the benefits to society. You say, how so? Well, think of our people. Think of the people who never gave up and built a business that has not only employed countless people, but shaped the way we all live. For example, a Yale graduate as a class project back in 1971 created an urgent delivery service. He was told by his professor the idea was bad. He decided to go with it after school and build FedEx. Why we fear the word great. This word strikes a chord with people because most won't be great. Now don't get me wrong. You can become a great spouse or parent, but these are not the things that shape our civilization. Yes, on a person-to-person level of dealing with each other. But I mean the great people who create ideas that have built the very grounds we walk on. These people are very few and far between, but not just the builders. We have come across great artists and motivational speakers. They give our lives purpose, remind us of times when we were younger, a nostalgic feeling. Am I great? Ask yourselves a question. Are you the one that is next to create something new to the world? Are you the next great man or woman who will change the world? No one exactly knows they will change the world. Some people set out to do this while others make it happen without even realizing it. But let's go back to the idea of yourself being great. Once again, have you asked yourself, and the answer to the question is yes, but you have to decide to be great. Yet understand what I said about the outliners, because a lot of people have these play out to some degree in their lives, whether they know it or not, but they don't take advantage of it when the opportunity comes. With this end statement, why we often teach our kids to be greater. A lot of people have this fear of putting too much on the plate of children. Now notice I said children. This podcast is geared towards young adults, really. But we are even scared to push them to be great. And what's shocking is that our parents were pushed. Maybe they were tired of being compared to other siblings and students in school when they were young and didn't want their children to have to deal with the same thing. Yet the world is competitive. You have to be willing to fight out here in the world. So teach them to be great, even if they never reach their full greatness. So, thank you for listening to In The Know. And can't wait to bring the next episode where we talk about why more teachers aren't compensated 
for their work.